Good evening, everyone. It's the first time I'll have to tell you. My own Balabatim listened to me at two times speed. First of all, so you're a little bit behind the times over here. It's an incredible source to be able to be here with all of you. Incredible source to be able to be here at Usim. I think, though, of course, we have to, as we begin such a simcha like this, we also always have to take stock of what's happening in the rest of Klal Yisrael. And how incredible it is sometimes of like an experiential bifurcation. How it could be that we're sitting here having such a beautiful suda, really a magnificent suda, with such beautiful dancing and such a feeling of camaraderie, which is really special. But we also have to remember that there are communities of Yemen in the Ukraine, Achinubi Yisrael, who now are suffering under bombardment. And you know, those of you who are following the news know we often think that the people who are ferried out of the Ukraine and make it to Eretz Yisrael, that they're fine. But remember, again, they people, families coming with the shirts on their back, I, essentially a carry-on suitcase filled with whatever they could take, thrust into a land they don't know, into a culture they don't know, with a, with a language they don't know. And it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming times that we live in. And it's overwhelming that these events are unfolding before us on Purim. And it's overwhelming to think that, on one hand, Klaudi Yisrael has never seen such <coughs> prosperity, both Bigashmius Uberuchnius. And at the same time, we see what's happening to the Jewish communities, Jewish communities of Ukraine, of Belarus, Russia also. So it just behooves us that as we celebrate tonight, we feel such a high. We should just hope that in Yerza Hashem, these shouldn't be events that we should just celebrate and share with our own little chevra, with our own microcosm, with our own community. But all of Klal Yisrael should be zochet to celebrate simchas like this, Bekarov. My wife texted me just a little while ago. She said, so how's the seum? I told her it's amazing. But I want to tell you why it's amazing. See, in life, Mishnah Avas tells us, Aseh l'charav, a person has to have a rebbe. Person has to have a Rebbe. And by the way, it doesn't apply to a YouTube Rebbe. You have to have a Rebbe, right? Someone, someone like, like who you actually could see in real life and touch and speak to and not just hear from, but speak to as well. But the truth is, the power of Torah is that you could claim someone as your Rebbe even if they lived in a different generation. I'm privileged over the course of my life, Baruch Hashem, to have many, many wonderful Rebbeim. And amongst my Rebbeim, Think about the Blei Yitzchak Berdish of Zechusa Yogin Aleinu. Kedush Haslevi taught us about Avas Yisrael. Kedush Haslevi taught us about how to love every single Jew, no matter what their background, no matter what their affiliation, no matter what their level of observance. And my other Rabbi, amongst many other Rabbeim, is of course the Lublin Rav, Rav Meir Shapira, the founder of the Dafyomi. And I'll tell you, I mentioned this at our, so we had a beautiful scene also on Wednesday night for Chagiga and Seder Moed. And I said to the Chabra there, I said, you know, every morning I come to Shul before the shir starts, and I say thank you to the Lublin Rav. I say thank you to my Rebbe. You see, the Lublin Rav wasn't Zoha to have children. Ramir Shapiro did not have children. Ramal spoke so beautifully before, quoted the Ramnach Medal of the text. Spoke about Besimchin, you know, Lublin Rav's last two words to his Talmidim as they were dancing around him in the dining room of Yeshiva's Chachmei Lublin. 
was rak b'simcha. Everything you do, just do it b'simcha. Whatever you're going to do, you're going to do a lot, you're going to do a little, you're going to learn a block, you're going to learn an amid, you're going to learn a line, whatever you do, just do it b'simcha. Lubina Rav wasn't zocha to have children, biological children of his own. But not a day that goes by that I think there's probably no man in the world, maybe besides Moshe Rabbeinu, who doesn't have as many spiritual children as the Lubina Rav. Because each and every one of us who learned the daf become a spiritual child of the Rebbe of Lublin, of Ramir Shapira. We become his progeny. We become his offspring. We become his legacy. And I want to tell you something amazing. That I believe that when the Lublin Rav began Daf Yomi, he had in his mind this picture. I'm from Baltimore. I think this is my second time in Toronto. Beautiful city, looks wonderful, seems like a vibrant community. I'm sure I have some things in common with many of you, and I'm sure many differences. But it is an incredible that all of us have the most important commonality. Yivamas Dafhe. I don't know where you're from, I don't know where you went to school, I don't know, you're married, not married, you have kids, don't have kids, have parnasa, don't have parnasa, have gizun, don't have gizun. I don't know, we all come from different. But I know we all have Yivam Mustafa. And that's what the Loblina Rav had in mind. To bring all of Klal Yisrael literally on the same page. Because how else could it be that a Jew from Baltimore comes, short flight, but a ridiculously long interrogation by the authorities? You would think that I'm like some like a mule or something, smuggling who knows what. The, my gosh, I've never been interrogated over a carry-on suitcase more, more than here at the Canadian border. But amazingly enough, if you come from a different country, a different place, a different community, and I could come here, and I could feel one with you, and you could feel one with me. And not even because we learn in the same shear, many of us, but simply because we're literally on the same page. We're literally on the same daf. That was the Lubina Rav's dream. And that dream is actualized in a seam like this. And even in a seam like this, you have half of Johannesburg over here, <laughs> right? And then again, Canadians and Americans and transplants and everyone together, literally on the same page. There's so many things that divide us. There are so many things that push us apart. And there are so many agenda-driven items that seem to create so much peirut, so much disassociation in Klal Yisrael. How beautiful it is to celebrate just a simple achdos. A simple achdos, the greatest achdos, the achdos of Torah. So I know that Lina Rav is looking up from on high, looking down from Gan Eden, looking at all of us, his children. And he's so happy with the family that he has built. We are his family. We are his mishpacha. We are his legacy. We embody the achdos that he dreamed about. We embody the dedekos and amelos batora that he dreamed about. And that's the celebration tonight. I didn't write all of this back in my text to my wife. 
<laughs> I just said it's really great. I said it's really great. But I just want to tell you, if I had to put into words what I'm feeling right now, I'm only here for a day less than a day. I'm leaving tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon. But what a schuss it is to be here with all of you. What a schuss it is to be here with my newly found extended mishpacha. I don't even know all of your names. Truth is, it doesn't matter. I know we're on the same page. And that's simply enough. So I'll share with you just a very short idea because I know that time, time is short. One of my favorite kimaras, Meseches Chagiga. The truth is, my first favorite kimar, I didn't even think Mel was going to mention Rabbi Nachman Lovitesk. So I actually had in mind to say over that part, I figured, all right, either those who heard it forgot it, or those who didn't hear it, okay, but all right, he took it. Hashem. So I always come with a backup. So here's my backup. There's a beautiful Gemara, another beautiful Gemara, Meseches Chagiga, the Gemara and Daf Yotas. Again, just to give you a little bit of context, there's a Mishnah on Yudchesam with Beis. And it's actually a fascinating Mishnah. The Mishnah is talking about first Natilas Yadayim, and then, and then Tevila. And the idea of the Mishnah is as follows. a fascinating concept that when a person undergoes ritual immersion, when a person undergoes Tevila in a Mikvah, according to the Mishnah at least, a person has to have Kavana, has to have intent, for the level of ritual purity that they're trying to accomplish. So if I go ahead, for example, and I immerse for the sake of consuming truma, that will not enable me to go ahead and consume kodesh. That's how the Mishnah goes on. The Gemara has a whole makbolkis about it. And there's a beautiful, beautiful line in the Gemara. It's on Daf Yotas Samadalif. The Gemara says as follows, Amir Rebbe Lazar. Rebbe Lazar says, Tavol va'Allah. If a person immerses in the mikvah and then comes out, machzik asmo l'chol You can establish yourself for any level of purity, any level of tara that you want. So again, you go to the mikvah. This is not in conformance with the Mishnah. This is machlok. This is a steer to the Mishnah. Different discussion. Rabbi Lazar says again, tavo, you go to the mikvah. Again, the case of here is no specific intent. Va'ala, you come out of the mikvah. You can go ahead and establish yourself with any level of purity you desire. So the most basic, what Rabbi Lazar is saying is you go to the mikvah, you didn't have any specific intent, you had intent for tara, for purity. But you didn't have intent as to what level of tara, it's okay. When you come out, you could decide what level of tara you'd like to tap into. And this Gemara pulled at my neshama. Because I think Chazal or Charbeloz is trying to teach us something much more than just what we call halacha yevesha, right? Just much more than just a straight halacha. There's a profound hashkafa in here. What's the hashkafa? I spoke this out a little bit during Shira Zobah. Well, I'm taking a little bit of a different direction. Tvila, immersion, of course, is only accomplished in water, in mayim. And it's interesting to see that in the works of Chazal, Mayim water often alludes to two different things. There's a Gemara Masechah's Babakama. The Gemara says, Ve'in Mayim Ela Torah. What's water? Water represents Torah. Just like water is life-sustaining. Just like you can't live without water. You can't live without water. You can't live without Torah either. Shne'emar Ha'ikol Tzameh Luchul Mayim. So on one hand, water represents Torah. There's another Gemara. There's another Gemara. A beautiful Gemara at the end of Masechah Siyumah. Amr Rabbi Akiva, 
Rabbi Akiva said, Ashrechem Yisrael, Lifnei miatem mitarin, umi mitar eschem. Rabbi Akiva says, Praiseworthy are you, Klal Yisrael. Before whom do you become purified? And who purifies you? Avichem Shabbat Shamayim. Hashem. Rabbi Akiva says again, who do, you, who, who, the faith, who do you become purified before Hashem and who purifies you? The Ribbon Shalom. Shinemar, the Gemara goes on. Vizarakti alechem mayim tahorim utahartem. The Pasik says, I will sprinkle upon you pure waters and you'll be purified. Va'omer, mikve Yisrael Hashem. So the way the Mishnah understands over mikve Yisrael Hashem is that Hashem is the mikvah. Hashem is the mikvah. Ma mikvah mitaras hatmeim, af hakodesh baruch hu mitaras yisrael. So just like the mikvah purifies those who are ritually impure, so so too kiviyachal immersion in God, God immersion, immersing myself in the ribbon shalom is also able to go ahead and purify me. But I want to tell you something amazing. There's a story that's told about the great tzaddik Rabbi Salah Virgin. It vision, you know, the originer. The originer, who was a great grandson of the Magid of Nazarich, the originer made it his entire life avoda to restore the concept of Malchus to Yisrael. He said that Jews forgot what it meant to be a Ben Melech, to know that I'm royalty. So they say stories about the originer, right? The originer had a gold carriage pulled by white horses. On his Bekesha, he had gold buttons. But you know what people don't know? And the Hasidim realized this one night after Kiddush Levana. They saw that where the originer was standing, there were, the snow was red. The snow was red, but the originer, they didn't understand it. The Gabbai went and he checked and he saw that the Rebbe didn't have complete soles on his shoes. See, all of the trappings, all of the Gashmias was there to teach a Yid to conduct yourself like royalty. But the originer himself was the humblest of the humble. And stories told about the great originer that one Simchas Torah, he was dancing with the Hasidim. And the Rebbe is in the middle of the circle. And you have to imagine the scene. Middle of the circle. And the Rebbe starts going like this. Down and up. Down and up. Now you know, good Hasidim, they don't ask Shilas on the Rebbe. But even the best of Hasidim, when something just looks strange, everybody's got to ask. So they said, Rebbe, what, what is it? What, what, what are you doing? Rabbi Yisrael of Rajin quoted this Mishnah at the end of Yuma, and he said something amazing. He said, the Taich of the Pasuk, Mikveh Yisrael Hashem, the Rebbe said, is that Klal Yisrael is a Mikveh also. Klal Yisrael, immersing yourself, connecting yourself, embedding yourself in Klal Yisrael, that has the ability to purify a person as well. So the rabbi says, whenever I find myself in the middle of the circle of Simchas Torah, I go up and I go down, just like I'm immersing in the mikvah. But I'm not immersing in the mikvah of water. I'm immersing in the mikvah of Klal Yisrael. And so it turns out, Rabbi said that there are two different types of mikvahs. There's a mikvah of mayim. There's a mikvah of water. And ein mayim ela Torah. There's a mikvah of Torah. I immerse myself in Torah. I dunk in the Yamshel Talmud. I immerse myself every single day in my learning. That purifies. And there's a second mikvah 
And that's the mikvah of Am Yisrael. And I embed myself, not just as an individual learning, but I embed myself in my learning as part of Klal Yisrael. There's two levels of Kiddusha that a Jew could have. Every single day when we learn the daf, every single day, every daf brings with it not only incredible insights, incredible halachas, incredible ashkafas, but every single daf brings with it tara, brings with it purity. And it's a twofold purity. Number one is the purity of Torah. And number two, especially when it comes to daf yomi, when you learn the daf, you are immersing in the sea of Klal Yisrael. Because you're not just learning your own individual limud. You're not just doing your own thing. You're part of a movement. You're part of Klal so You're part of hundreds of thousands of Jews who are learning the same daf each and every day. You know, we think, I'm sure it's like it here also. I know when we were starting Yevamas, it was interesting to see you, like some people, like they're walking around like, oh, Yevamas, Yevamas. Like, I don't know, like they got like a bill from the IRS or something. I don't know, what do you have in Canada? You're on the IRS, what do you have? Okay, good, CRA. From what I saw at the border, they're probably worse than the IRS. But, okay. So I, you, people walk, oh, Yevamas, Yevamas, Yevamas. First of all, Chabra Yivamis is great. Yivamis is spectacular. Yivamis is overwhelmingly wonderful. Yivamis is fantastic. Each and every day is a new adventure. But if we only realized that with every single blot Gemara, it's a double immersion. An immersion in Torah, an immersion in Klal Yisrael. We would run to the base Madrash. We would never let go of our Gemara. We would never want to put it down even once the daf ends. I'll listen to it again, fine, at 1.75 speed, whatever, right? right? I'll listen to it again, and again, and again, and again, and we live in a time where there are so many beautiful tools, both for learning as well as Chazara. Every single daf had, as they say, right? Two different concepts of Kiddusha. Kiddusha of Torah, Kiddusha of Am Yisrael. Part of every single daf, and that's the source we have. Every single day I open up my Gemara and I immerse myself in these two seas of purity. The mikvah of Klal Yisrael and the mikvah of Torah. And I think that's the pshat in the Gemara and Daf Yotas. Rabbi Lazar says, Taval Allah. You know what Taval Allah means? Tavel, you know when you're Tavel? When you do the daf. When you wake up in the morning, whenever you're doing the daf, and you open your Gemara and you do the daf, that's a tvila. You're immersing yourself. It's a double tvila. And when you finish the daf, Allah, now you come out. So now what? Now what? Tavel Allah. I went in, I came out. So now, now what's next? You know what the Gemara says? Machzik atzmo l'chol ma sheyirtzeh. You know what's next? Whatever you want. You know what's next? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to be? Who or how do you want to self-actualize? Because the world is your kosher oyster. Whatever you want to be, whatever you want to accomplish is within 
arms reach. Kavol, you go into the mikvah of the daf, you immerse in the mikvah of Torah of Klal Yisrael, you finish the daf, you close your Gemara, you're ready to go into the day. Allah, what do you want to be? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to do? L'chol ma sheyirtza. You can accomplish whatever you want. Because if you start the day with double purification, if you start the day with immersing in two mikvahs, there is no telling what you can accomplish. So give us all the bracha. That in Mirat Hashem, first of all, the Lublina Rav should continue to give us chizuk from on high, to continue this incredible limud, because it's not always easy. It's not always easy. And there are sugyas that are difficult, and there are definitely days that we wonder to ourselves, is this the best way to spend our time learning? But just understand, that's the satan. That's the satan. Anytime you're on the cusp of Kedusha, there's always going to be interference to try to derail you. We should be zochet to continue on the Lobina Rav's legacy. To continue to merit to be called his children. We should be zochet each and every day for years and years and years to come. To begin our day with this double immersion. And the daf should give us the chizuk to realize if I could do Yabama's daf, hey, there's no telling what else I can accomplish. I hope that I'm Zoha to join you for many, many more Siyumim. But not in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and not in Baltimore. But in Mirat Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu should see all of the tefillos, tefillos of Klali. So with all of the tefillos also, should see all of the Mesiras Nefesh, all of that smile. I, just, I, I told Mel this today. Just to understand where we're living in, in the times we're living in, I went to one of the farm stores in, in Baltimore. I wanted to pick up a couple of extra article Gimaras for my shul. And they told me there, oh, we're out. I said, so when, when are you getting more? They said, no, art scroll is out. Art scroll is out. I honestly believe that no time before, maybe times of Chizkiyah HaNavi, right, Chizkiyah Malach, excuse me, no other time before in Kalal has there been a run on Masechus Yivamas, <laughs> right? I honestly think, like, if there's one Masechus you could probably, you know, round up a couple of copies, it's gonna be Yivamas. We're living in times where you can't get a volume of Yivamas, at least in Baltimore. Can't get a volume on Yivamas. L'rav l'alechem, v'l'atzama l'amayim, ki'im l'shmoa ezdirei Hashem, this is the times we're living in. And if we just take advantage of our tefillahs, if we just take advantage of the chomash yirtza, there's no telling what we could accomplish in the schus of those double tefillahs, in the schus of the achdos engendered by this siyum, and by the daf yomi in general, we should be zochet to make all of our future siyumim in Yerushalayim Yerakodesh with a beautiful, newly rebuilt Beis HaMikdosh with the Melech HaMashiach Meher Rabbi Amenu. Amen. Back in line. Yeah. <laughs> we sell it. Give <laughs> <laughs> yes. any, any extra, any extra. <laughs>